boiling, boiling tea <laughs> because there's no coffee right now. It's still a bit too early to go get coffee. Whatever. So I came across this post on Reddit, which was hilarious. Basically, the guy says, and this isn't the hilarious part, um, but the guy posts, I think, in jest, if working for the next 40 years is my only option other than being homeless, then I'd rather... No, then um, it, it makes sense that suicidal ideation is a thing. And now I'll start this off by saying, as someone who's battled that myself, as someone who's seen that, as someone who's experienced that from family and friends, that ain't no joke. Suicide ain't no joke. But in the context of this, he posts that. And what the underlying message is, and I mean, we're actually talking right now. (laughs) He posted it. I posted something about it. And then straight away, he replied. Um... So he posts that and, you know, I say to myself, he ain't exactly wrong, right? Like, you know, not everybody needs to sink into suicidal ideation, but if you're working 40 years and your retirement age is 65 in general, but many people are not working or at least not stopping to work at 65, they continue on, they continue on with security and okay then they retire then they never really get to enjoy let's say you become let's say you become let's say you catch diabetes when you're when you're 60 and they gotta cut off your leg right so you never and then you know all your money goes towards the bills you can't walk your quality of life is shit so that is that's just me extrapolating a mean that, that but that's what I think when I when I read such a thing such a post and the, the, <laughs> this this thread has 3,000 comments man all of it is like you're lazy you know, I'm not paying for you to live blah 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 totally missing the point I was actually shocked at how defensive people got so I said exactly that I'm like I love how salty and you know bent out of shape and defensive people are about this comment on the internet because people, people form their identities around their jobs um, to the point where they live it and breathe it overboard. It's one thing if you're like, there's one thing if you're like a ceramic artist and you live and breathe that. Or it's one thing if you're, if you're uh, what do they call that, a horticulturist and you live and breathe that. That's one thing. But, you know. To form an identity around the pushing the paper. I don't know. It's like, it's like, and I say this as somebody who's going to be gearing, like, venturing in that area anyway, and who has those jobs in my past. It's like, you know, it makes sense, right? We never talk about it, but it makes sense. And so, you know, me and him are just kind of commenting on how quick people are to get defensive over their realities, uh, even when they're not having a shot taken at them. So, you know, I had something else to say here. Oh, right. Yeah. So, I, myself, I found that perfect balance of, you know, doing my own thing to some extent and also participating in the conventional workforce. Remember how weeks ago or I guess months ago at this point, I was always talking about like 
reintegrating into quote unquote normal people's society. So I found a balance between you know pursuing monetary tasks that allow me to be in more control of my time and then also having to show up somewhere. So it's the perfect balance for now. I know that nothing is forever, but for now it's good. But when people internalize their roles at jobs, especially when they're not like, it's not like you're a nurse or you're a counselor or something where your identity can easily get wrapped into that because you're helping people. But when it's anything else, or you're a teacher, teacher's a great example too. But if you're anything else and, you know, and, you know, for the various life circumstances that have taken place or whatever, you now identify with um, your job to the point where you're going to defend it to the death. I don't know. That's something you got to deal with. And by you, I mean these people out there. you gotta, you got to really reevaluate what you're doing. But then again, what do I know? But that's how I intend to do things moving forward. It's just saying yes to certain things and saying no to certain things. And I'm not saying... Oh, yeah. Another side comment is the concept of the 40-hour work week. You know, I used to have it be- beaten in my head. Almost. Almost. I never really bought it, but it was something I always heard about how, you know, don't refer to things in hourly wage. Hourly wage is, um, you know, it's not, it, it indicates a lower level of education, a lower level of intelligence. Um, it indicates that, you know, you're not as valued or you're not as high up on the social ladder of your workplace, blah, 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 blah. And I always thought to myself, hmm, so, but when you're on salary, don't you got to work overtime unpaid? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it was like, okay, so if you're, this is why I kind of enjoyed that last Christmas, Christmas contract. It was like, um, you get there at a certain time, you leave the end. At the end of the day, you leave. At this time, you're supposed to leave. You can, you can do whatever you want. You can come early and work earlier. You can leave. You can leave in the middle of the day. You can have half days. But the overall kind of policy is that you work 40 hours a week. And you have to be there between X time and X time. And you can only leave. You can only clock out. We used to sit there. We used to, when the day was slow, we used to sit there and watch that they have this little um, web-based clocking in system so it'll be like type in your little password type in your employee code and then it'll say okay you log in at this time and then you count eight hours from that and then you just wait <laughs> you're just sitting there waiting and then the moment that that turns from you know um 3:59 to 4 you're out and can't nobody stop you and in a lot of cases the more executive people just walk away too or not show up so it's kind of like I get, I get, anyway, back to that thread. I, I get the man's point. It's just fucked up that people have internalized. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. It's like, good for you for feeling good that you stay unnecessarily late, but that ain't brownie points. So, on that note, BB to SL7 <laughs> reporting out for the MR7 cast. Right, peace.